1: This is your official spoiler warning. If you haven't seen episode 19 of season 12 of ER and, and this is an important and, and you give a shit about what happened, don't listen to this episode. If you haven't seen that episode and you're happy for us to ruin it, which you should be, tune on in. Peace.
2: I hate the word a corn I well. yeah. Mario. Hello my friends and welcome to Mission Zach's Leguizama-rama It is a podcast where each week we watch ER We're nearly done <laughs> I think this is our second to last ER-rama episode And isn't that a fun place to be at? Um, because I've kind of forgotten what it's like to watch film. film. Um, anyway, my name's Mish Witrup. You might remember me from being sick last week, and you might be like, wow, Mish still sounds sick, um, but I'm not sick anymore. I just ate about 300 grams worth of uh, salted pistachio nuts, so I've got things stuck in my teeth and in my throat. I am joined, as always, by my friend Zach, who you might know from.
1: Uh, currently recording this podcast with my friend Mish in the middle of a construction... Area. Site, yeah, Construction site.
2: We often at the start of episodes have to kind of give up, sorry about this, whether it be one of our dogs or me dying or being in a construction site. But um, we are, we're recording this at a studio and I'm sure you can hear that. That's the sound of a drill.
1: Now we pay Tom Armstrong all of our advertising revenue <laughs> uh, so he can get rid of sounds of drills in the background. So it might not be that big of a problem. Mm. Um, so if you can't hear the sound of the drill, don't stress. Tom's just sort of snipped it out. Mm. But if you can hear the sound of the drill or maybe you're Tom and you're stressing about getting rid of the sound don't of the drill. Don't stress, Tom. Just say, Tom, do your best. Yeah. Minimise the sound of the drill.
2: Yeah.
1: But this podcast is a podcast predicating, predicated on not having a great deal of respect for our audience.
2: Yeah. In fact, you know how at the end of the episode, Tom, we go, hey, Please chuck this song at the end. What I want you to do is compile some of the drill sounds
1: that you hear. And if you can't hear them, Tom, create them. I want you to make a little song out of this. He's the Driller Killer. Ooh, Ooh yeah. Ah, he's, he's the, the driller,
2: driller Killer. killer. Ooh, Ooh yeah. Ah, yeah.
1: Driller Killer, of course. Uh, a fil- uh, it a is a movie, isn't budget it? movie.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, and also, you know, it turns out drills. Uh, you know, you can only kind of kill someone one way with a drill. Yeah, here's my criticism. You of could the knock someone over the, the head series. hard enough with a drill.
2: Mm. Like you don't. Like I think everyone would look at a drill and be like, <laughs> "I'm just gonna shove shove it in." Whereas you could smack someone hard enough. Mm. You know.
1: Yeah. But I don't think that movie had much drill smacking. Mm. My- this is what I was going to say about the Scream movies is they got progressively more stabby. First movie, people die in a variety of ways. Even with the knife, sometimes they're slashed. Mm. But it gets very stabby in the latter films. Mm. Do you know what bl-
2: blokes love? They love a Ryobi.
0: Mm.
2: <laughs> My partner's dad got him a Ryobi. Wow, oh, wow. And now, every single time they talk on the phone, every single time they talk on the phone, one of them brings up the Ryobi.
1: <laughs> my God.
2: They love their Ryobi. And like all of a sudden, my partner was excited to help around the house with different things because he could bring his Ryobi. Loves his Ryobi. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I'm fond of it too. It's actually quite nice. It gets a lot of jobs done.
1: That's great.
2: Yeah. I hate to um, package all blokes into one little corner of Ryobi lovers, but find me a bloke that doesn't love a Ryobi.
1: Yeah, that's where I think, um, yeah, because Annie has a drill. I think maybe a Ryobi, my partner. She loves her Ryobi. Annie would love her Ryobi. Yeah, do you love her Ryobi? Yeah. Yeah, it's a good day.
2: Everyone, to whole, be honest with you, f- fuck the bloke thing. Everyone loves a Ryobi.
1: hole. you fuck the bloke thing? If Zach loves a Ryobi, then everyone <laughs> loves, loves, loves a But I'm
2: saying Annie loves a Ryobi. Ryobi, if you're listening, you can we'd use this. We'd like We'd love a sponsorship, to yeah. be honest, but you can use this. We love a Ryobi.
1: We'll do an ad read. We'll do it for free. I um, won't do it for free. No, I'm going to do a free ad read for Ryobi. Um, here we go. Uh, So today's podcast is brought to you by Ryobi. Uh, I actually recently (laughs) got a Ryobi and I've been using it around the house for different (laughs) things and I find it really useful. In fact, uh, I was using that Ryobi before (laughs) they asked me to do this read. Ryobi is the best in drills and uh, Mm. you can get 10% off Ryobi if you uh, go on slash. Missions? That's not true, though. You can't, though. Yeah, there's no 10% off Ryobi.
2: Hey, Ryobi, guess what? I thought for the longest time that only blokes could love Ryobi. But I have a vagina and I love Ryobi. I also don't consider myself to be a bloke. We love Ryobi.
1: This is the best (laughs) riff we've ever done. Yeah, We're in a construction site. (laughs) The reason we're in a construction site is we're mixing it up a little bit. We're back in... A room together Woo-hoo. because Mish was sick. We were zooming, mm. but now we're in a room. And um, we were like, we gotta get it done because I had COVID, then Mish had uh, sickness. Yeah, it wasn't
2: COVID. I've had COVID, but this wasn't COVID. This was like, I believe it to be influenza. But no professional, no medical professional said that to me. No. I just like to say it because it makes people look at me like, oh no.
1: People, people <laughs> love to this is the thing, right? You you can have a really bad cold, but if it's call if you call it a cold, people are gonna be like, nah.
2: Do you know what one of the best things you ever said to me was, Zach? What? Um, you said herpes, you know, it's just a rash. And I don't have herpes. Nor right? do I. We neither have just-
1: but isn't that interesting? <laughs>
2: but, yeah, it is, though. But, like, I don't have herpes, but a very, very dear friend of mine a few years ago got diagnosed with herpes, and she really panicked about it and stuff. She's fine now. She's, like, all embracing. It's fine. Because at the end of the day, it's just a rash, and people are petrified. They're like, oh, no, not genital herpes. Yuck, yuck. It's like it is just a rash.
1: Yeah. It's permanent. You have it for the rest of your life. But it's not a big deal. It's not a big deal. It's like, uh, yeah, it's very interesting because it's like I think, I think, I can't remember where this was, but I was like, it's funny. that. Do you know what I was, I think when, we, when I was reading about vaccines for this one, I was like, oh, I wonder what other vaccines mm-hmm. are being. and And I read somewhere that it was like. You know there isn't a vaccine for herpes, mm. and the reason is because it's like it's like because it's a rash. Mm. Now, if you're listening and you've got herpes and you think we're minimising what you've got, I'm I'm not. I'm saying it sucks for you mm. that people are so fucking up up about
2: yeah, it. Yeah, it's awful. I, it... I get cold sores. Well, right? then you've got herpes. I've got herpes, so I feel like I can say every once in a while I just get a little rash. Don't have genital herpes, but if I did, after Zach's brilliant advice, I would walk around
1: proudly. You're making it sound a lot like I've got herpes, and that you've got herpes. Neither of us have herpes, but maybe it doesn't matter. But it doesn't We're matter anyway. I'm not
2: ashamed of it if I did have it,
1: but I don't. <laughs> well, cold sores. Um, I don't have. I don't have cold sores. But they seem nasty. They seem like.
2: They're they're irritating. So if I've ever been really sick, I tend to get a cold sore directly afterwards because my immune system's really Mm. shot to shit. And it's very annoying because you can feel it coming and you have such a small amount of time to treat it. Mm. I will feel a cold sore coming on my my face. Like it feels like a weird little tingly, almost like there's like a little bug under my skin or something. Mm. And I have around about one hour. To go into, you can now get a pill that's like to treat uh, cold sores when you feel it coming on, and then basically what that does is it kind of kicks it, and you it's gone in like two days rather yeah, than it wow. being a week. But you have such a small finite period of time, um, and then once they come, they look really ugly. Like they're just kind of gross, and you can't wear any lip balm or anything like that because you can't contaminate the mm. products and stuff. So you kind of just sit around with dry lips.
1: And this is and you don't get
2: kisses like my boyfriend doesn't get cold sores. So when I have them, he's like, uh, "I'm not going to give you kisses this week." I get about two a year.
1: Two kisses a year?
2: No, two cold sores a year. I get so
1: many kisses. But I, I that's the thing, isn't it? It's like the only difference between herpes of the lip and herpes of the of the of the lips of (laughs) the sensual variety. (laughs)
2: The difference between herpes of the lips
1: and herpes of the sensual lips <laughs> <laughs> is shame. Yeah, shame. It it would be as, and so that's where I go, I'm saying I'm not minimising, sounds really painful, sounds really shitty, mm. sounds really unpleasant, but I'm sorry to everyone that has it that feels shame about it because mm. fuck everyone. Mm, absolutely. Uh, do you want to get into it? So bad. I rushed my description
2: also just another just very very quick shout not shout out to er quick um note if you're like hold on a second he didn't do episode 18 he wasn't in it johnny legs wasn't in season 12 episode 18 so we've jumped from 17 to 19 i just wanted to quickly put that in there zachary thomas i did eat so many pistachios before
1: yeah mm. Um, are
2: you writing your blurb now? No. Please don't.
1: Nah, I'm not. Alright,
2: I'll say this. I feel like I should say this after the blurb, but I'll say it now because you're currently writing the blurb.
1: I'm not writing the blurb. <laughs> you are though. I can see your thumbs moving. No, I just your had thumbs a, are moving at a
2: pace on your phone, which says you're doing something with I, urgency. I had a, and the I, only thing you should be doing with urgency right now is the blurb if you have to.
1: I thought of a funny joke to add to
0: the oh, blurb. Oh, okay. That's fine.
2: Um, I will say this, that um, uh, we were so cocky going, <laughs> if we have to skip episodes, we won't miss anything. We must have missed so much shit in the last episode. We must have. Episode 18, where he wasn't in it. I didn't watch it. We must have missed. I don't
1: feel ever like I've missed mate. My-
2: there were so many new characters. Read the blurb, though.
1: Yeah, yeah that's fair. Mm. No place to hide is, he, uh, is this, the ep- <laughs>
2: Oh no it's
1: a bad blurb, everyone I'm sure it's not
2: if you I've, read it with
1: I've brought great shame to my blurb Read family. it read it with um v- vision yeah, no place to hide is episode nineteen mm-hmm. of season twelve of e r It is an episode in two parts. part one is a normal episode of e r Liar Liar does an am Sam plot but with dementia. Elsewhere, a prisoner who is Velma's ex is brought into the ER and says they have appendicitis but everyone thinks he's faking. Plus, the weird funny dude is grumpy to the sexy mean surgeon who then kisses him because the Shane <laughs> West and Bendit like Beckham kiss sexiness wasn't weird enough. Meanwhile, Johnny Legs is losing his mind. Part two is just full on Darfur stuff.
2: Yeah, so we won't. We don't talk about too much of the
1: full-on Darfur stuff. That was a bad intro, a bad blurb, and I apologize. That's okay.
2: We should probably say Johnny Legs was losing his mind. He is. So Clemente, I don't like. No, actually, fuck this. Like I read one of the descriptions of this episode as saying that um, oh Clemente's paranoia increases. It's like of course he's fucking paranoid. It's not like his paranoid isn't his, his paranoia isn't justified. Yeah, Clemente's girlfriend's. Husband, yeah, is trying to is threatening his life. Is sending him dead animals in the mail,
1: dead goldfish, little dead He's goldfish. He's also trying to connect with people in this episode, which I think is very sweet. He's oh. like, he keeps being like, "Hey, I remember this?" He's trying to find a can. Connect- he feels mm. alone, I think.
2: Yeah, oh, absolutely. The first ten minutes of this episode felt like, five minutes maybe, felt like a horror film.
1: Yeah, do you like, want to talk about
2: that? Absolutely. It was so full on. I thought that it would carry on but much like ER has tended to do, it doesn't. The, arc, the story arcs are all fucking all over the place. Yeah, they're they're the wobbliest funny. arcs I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, I love The it. first five minutes of this film was filmed like a horror film mm. and it was Clemente just being obviously incredibly paranoid that that his girlfriend's husband's mates are going to rock up and kill him or something. Yeah, and he's looking around every corner, and there's like a creepy janitor down the end of a hallway that's just like the creep. Why did they hire a guy that looks like that mm. to be the janitor? It's the creepiest uh, like looking man I've did, ever seen did in the my hospital life. Hospital hired. Yeah. That man, yeah. How, how well would he have done in his interview yeah. to have gotten the job of janitor?
1: He might have said. I might look creepy, but I'll clean up that floor good.
2: No, but he also didn't. He did two swipies and then left. Yeah. Like he so he's mopping and he's given Johnny Legs a funny look. And then Johnny Legs turns around all of a sudden he's gone. So yeah, firstly shit at his job, mm. starts the mopping job down one end of the hall and then just stops, leaves the mop. Mm. That's a hazard. There are so many. If I was his boss, there are so many things I could have pulled up this janitor on. Mm. And he looked petrifying. He looked like Uncle Festa. Mm. Adam's family, Christopher Lloyd, full Mm. on, right? Mm. Very creepy. And so Johnny Legs is scared of him, understandable, and he constantly thinks that people are after him and stuff. And and he's getting, which I get, which I totally get. But that's kind of where Johnny Legs' storyline sort of ends. It's just that increased paranoia, girlfriend's husband is sending threatening letters and phone calls, doing threatening phone calls. Um, and also is still sleeping at the hospital, I think.
1: Can I say um, you, the, the I, I had the weirdest moment watching his opening moment, right, because he sees the janitor and then the janitor goes missing and I think it's all in one take. Mm-hmm. I didn't go back to watch but it has that feeling yes. at least of like what's going on. And then is the lady, is the daughter from Roseanne in the show now? Yes. Yeah, right. What? so what? Sarah Gilbert just rocks up. So Sarah Gilbert's just there, right? Just
2: there. That's just what there. I mean by like, what did we miss last episode? Because Sarah Gilbert's just there as an intern. we just and she and he's like, "Who are you?" And she's like, "I'm an intern." And he's like, "I've never fucking seen you before." And she was just like, "I'm do nights. I'm here yeah, all she the time." Yeah, Like,
1: I mostly do nights.
2: So maybe that was our first introduction to Sarah Gilbert. Because that's that the what most I... ER casting I've ever heard in my life. Oh, is my Sarah, God. Sarah Gilbert? Gilbert that my is the mind. most ER casting ever.
1: Brilliant. Brilliant. Yeah, You've outdone yourself. You've
2: outdone
1: yourself. So maybe she was in the last episode. I didn't think that was the case. Mm. But I thought if that that is such a fucking cool way to introduce a character. And and that does happen in places like this. Mm. Like just like, oh, who are you? I'm here all the time. Mm. You just haven't met me. It's mm. like, oh, okay. But probably she was introduced. But if she was introduced that way. It's pretty cool. Very cool. And what I thought was happening, right, when she comes up and he goes, "Who are you?" and she's like, "I I just work nights." He then walks around the corner and goes to talk to another person who I couldn't quite recognise, and because he's working a night shift, it's people he doesn't really know. Mm. And I thought, if he says, "Who are you?" I was I was having a moment where, like, either A, he's completely lost his mind <laughs> and he's imagining these people, or B. We're doing like a Frighteners type yeah, episode. That's what I thought it you know was. that bit in Frighteners where like he's literally I was like, was there some sort of reference to was Sarah Gilbert's character someone who died? Yeah. And this is literally where I'm jumping. <laughs> and it's pretty telling, like after the monkey episode, that, yeah. that I believe that this could be the case. Yeah. That, and, then that, and then they would just explain it at the end like, oh, I must have read about it and it is in my mind. But that where like Sarah Gilbert's character was like this character that died five, mm. 20 years ago and he was just in this ghost world. Mm. That's yeah. what I thought was happening for well, a second. No, I
2: thought they were trying to make it out that the janitor was one of the girlfriend's husband's friends, that he'd, mm. that the, the, Bobby, the girlfriend's husband, had said to his mate, look, mate, we'll just call him John, john yeah. Look, john what I need you to do is apply for this job as a janitor at this hospital. Yeah, <laughs> Jono, oh, mate, I really need you to do me a solid. Remember that time that I lent you? Yeah, like fifteen hundred bucks.
1: Yeah, and remember that time, like fifteen hundred bucks like, is a really good number, very yeah. evocative.
2: Yeah, I, I lent job. you that money. I really need you to do me a solid. And he's like, "What is it, mate? All right, Bobby, I'll help you out." He goes, Jono, oh, what I need you to do is apply for this job as a janitor that's going at the moment at this Love hospital. Um, you got to get the job. I know you're a creepy looking cunt, but at this point they're going to hire anyone, so I need you to apply for the job. Then when on your first day, like pretend you're cleaning or whatever, but you're going to find this Victor Clemente guy Mm. and you're going to kill him. Like I just Mm. need to, you need to do this for me, Jono. And Jono would probably have been like, mate, Mm -hmm. why don't I just go in there and kill him? Like I can just walk in there and kill him. Yeah. Jono's like, nah. And Bobby's like, nah, 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 nah. What you got to do is go and get a job (laughs) first. I want, I want him to go insane. I want him to go clinically insane mm. and then we kill him.
1: Mm. Um,
2: that's what I thought was happening.
1: I literally thought... Seeing we Sarah gonna,
2: Gilbert blew my fucking I, I thought
1: we were going to just have scenes between Johnny Legs and Sarah Gilbert. <laughs> And he was just doing the night shift, and he
2: would just be talking to her. And yeah. then at the
1: end of the episode, Sarah he Gilbert would go,
2: died in nineteen seventy-eight. Yeah, I mean
1: <laughs> that's what you'd say. That was what I was guessing, right? But like, let's assume it's ER, it's real world. So let's assume it's not a ghost. So there's no Sarah Gilbert died in nineteen. But but what I thought was going to happen was he was going to be talking to um someone, so one of the nicer ones, and he was going to go like, oh, I was talking like to that nurse. And they're like, who? And they're like, da-da-da. And he's like, there is no one at the hospital called this. And then the reveal is, you know, he's been going crazy at night. And
2: then Sarah Gilbert's been hired by Bobby to kill him.
1: Sure. (laughs) I was thinking more Sarah Gilbert never existed. Sarah Gilbert's in your mind. No,
2: no. Bobby said to Sarah Gilbert, look, Sarah Gilbert, I need you to do me a solid. I need you to go to university. I need you to get yourself a medical degree. I then need you to get an internship at this hospital. Request nights when they give you nights. Yeah. Finally creep up on this guy. Work there for a bit but avoid Clemente. Don't let him yeah. see you. But then when he does finally see you, be
1: like, I work here
2: all the time and then kill
1: him. Yeah.
2: I think it was that actually what ha- that's what happened. Do
1: you reckon Sarah Gilbert every couple of days is just like, fuck, Roseanne, you really shat the bed? Bro. Oh, absolutely. I
2: think everyone who was in that show, I think John Goodman thinks the same thing.
1: John Goodman was quite – they had I, such I, a lovely I've said this before
2: relationship. I've on the podcast, interview. I'm sure. I have a real thing for John Goodman. Oh, yeah, I love Goodman. I really, really like him. It's not a sexual thing. No, I get it. I just I, – I feel like a real – like I really like him.
1: He's got you know that thing I always say about how I love actors that are just chilling. Yeah, he he's just got chilling. that vibe of a great actor that doesn't push too hard. Oh,
2: and I think he's just naturally good. Yeah. I think he worked. I think he went to acting school. Actually, I've watched his Inside the Actor Studio or some mm. shit. I think he went to actor, but I think it probably comes quite naturally to him. Mm. And I think he's just very happy to be there. Mm. Um, and I think he does enough work. He he gets consistent work. He chooses good
1: projects for the most part. Well, um, I'm just like I don't need to see you working when you're acting, and he's got that energy. Him of
2: like, in, yeah, just doing oh a my god, acting. oh brother, we're out there. Him in oh, yeah. that, I haven't seen that film. Is so, so fucking good. Is so good. Yeah, His was... voice work in Monster Inc. Mm. and in like, there's a good example of they cast an actor who's actually good at voice work.
1: Mm. You know what I mean? He's great. He's
2: honestly. very good. Have you seen Emperor's New Groove?
1: Yeah, isn't that? Do you know? I'd never. Oh no, I had watched. I watched *Emperor's New Groove*. In uh, my mother is a librarian, mm. a primary school librarian. So the, the picture book that I've uh, just announced is very exciting for that reason. Um, and I was in, and I oh remember yeah. watching. Yeah, I remember watching. Um, the only time I watched that movie was on it on one of those wheelie TVs. You know those. Mm-hmm. Ee- 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 on the Mm. wheelie thing I watched it on one of them after school once in in her library while she was in a staff meeting and I watched that movie once in that setting and I had never seen it and then I watched it again like three weeks ago Mm.
2: it's such a good film it's pretty solid yeah it's very good for a while there it was one of my favorites I think it's been bumped out of my top 10
1: Movies of all time. Animated films. Oh, wow.
2: Um, but it was, oh, it would be top 15, but I think it's just been edged out of top 10 in the last few years. But I was so really that, into it. It was one of those you know, ones that we had on DVD.
1: Do you know? Well, that's got, it's got the soft spot. That's how I feel about Hercules. Do you Hercules know? is my
2: favourite Disney film.
1: That's great. Do you, have you heard they're doing a movie, the director is uh, Guy Ritchie. Guy Ritchie's directing Hercules? Yeah, he did Aladdin as well. But I'm like... I didn't like the live-action Aladdin. Yes, I just think Guy Ritchie's too. Too. Uh, too
2: you much. just made a face at me like I'm supposed. Like we're on. We're being recorded, Zach. You can't be like too and then express your feelings via facial expression.
1: I just wanted someone a little more. fabulous. He's a little bit more. He's a little I wanted bit. someone a little more fabulous. Okay. Who's Guy Ritchie's fabulous? F- I mean, Baz Luhrmann doing Hercules.
2: Oh, oh, yum!
1: Now that that's never going to happen, but someone doing Baz Luhrmann doing Hercules. Do you know what I'm saying? Someone who comes from that school. Yeah. Someone who's like, like, whereas Guy Ritchie, it's like, oh, you're leaning into all the wrong themes there. Yes. It's like, oh, tough, tough man, tough tough man. Well, we'll get the tough man director. Yeah. And it's like, no, it's tough man. Get the tough man director. (laughs) Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You have missed the mark yeah, there. I get it. In my opinion. Who's
2: going to play um, Meg? Because she's my favourite no Disney idea. princess.
1: Like, This is a long way away, I think, this sort of mm. future announcements are to come. I think
2: that Hercules has the best soundtrack. Mm. I think that some of the songs in Hercules are so good. The one that Meg sings, I won't say I'm in love, so good,
1: mm. so good. Do you know? Um, I want
2: them to be another Muppets film.
1: Yeah, well, maybe, but it's Disney now, so.
2: I'd love an. I'm, I'd love a really good Muppets mm. again. They've done a couple of shitty ones.
1: So the problem with having lots of things is, it's like if Muppets was with a smaller studio, mm. Muppets would be their thing. Yeah. But when it's Disney, it's like, why make a Muppets movie when we can make a
2: Frozen Five? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um. So I was going to say about. Emperor's New Groove, mm-hmm. did you know that that was an entirely different movie, an entirely different movie? Um, I think I can't remember what it was called. It's called something like Something of the Sun or something and it was a um, think almost more tonally like Lion King, an epic uh, movie set in a Mayan city and it was a retelling of the prin- Prince and the Pauper, you know, where they okay, swap yeah, places. Okay, yeah. yeah. Uh, and it was going to be this epic sort of Lion King story. And uh, they were trying to make it work and it was never quite clicking. And it was a year, just over a year out, the decision was made rather than trying to make it work. They were like, we're just going to do a different fucking movie. And they kept some of the cast, some of the designs, and they made an entirely different movie. Isn't that a fascinating what? story? Yeah, that is fascinating. So they had the crew, and they had the pictures, and they were like storyboarding it. Um, the car, a lot of the cast was already cast. John Goodman was already cast. Mm. Like um, the kit. kit was oh, already Eartha cast. Oh, Eartha Kit is um, Isma. Is that her
2: name?
1: Yeah, fantastic.
2: Oh, so
1: cool. So they had the cast. Oh. They had the illustrations. They had the designs, and they brought in another director, and then they kicked out the original director, and then the other director. They were about to shut it down. He was like, "I think, give me a shot." Mm. And they just made an entirely new movie with a different plot in like. How do you know that? Um, because I'd like heard Like DVD it,
2: extras or something? No, I'd
1: heard that and then I was just reading about it after I watched the movie. That's I always very do interesting. a little bit of research. But apparently, and also I may have tweeted, someone may have tweeted at me, there's a documentary about the making of it that's really interesting. It's about the creative process. Oh, and fuck yeah. Yeah, apparently it's really good. I'd love to watch it one day. I would
2: love to watch that.
1: Yeah, um, John
2: Goodman would be cast in ER. In fact, I would be. I would. I'm going to look up right now to say he wasn't oh, in it at some point. Yeah, I am. I haven't looked it up yet. I am 45 percent sure that John Goodman
1: is in ER. Do you want to hear, in my opinion, the most fucked uh, plot I can ever remember from um, from serialized from uh, network television? Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> the reason I think of it is because how right, much... to be
2: clear, he has not been in ER. That's
1: crazy. That's crazy that he hasn't had... That's embarrassing
2: for appearance. ER that they didn't cast him.
1: Well, he's probably too... They should have put him in for at least a run. Tucci was in ER. Yeah. And I, I just saw his face the other day. I'm like, I think I'm going to watch the Tucci run for fun. Oh, how long was he in it for? I don't think he was in it. I think it was similar to the Leguizamo. I think they were like, we need to bump up the ratings. Let's get mm. Tucci in for 12 eps. Because I was reading an article about that was the tone for um, Leguizamo. Mm. They were like, so I was always like, why is Leguizamo doing And it's that tone. Just, just to
2: boost ratings a little bit. They were like, bit. can you
1: come on for 12 episodes? And he said, yeah, I'll do that. Very so, good. So Tucci, we talked about the Tucci apps, but I want to say I was thinking about how there's a story in this where Practical Magic yeah. and his part, his girlfriend, Violair Liar, liar. liar, liar um, she's
2: so pregnant now, by the way. Yeah. Overnight. Overnight, she's really pregnant. Apparently, it's a week after Easter. And I feel like Christmas was like two weeks ago, but okay.
1: We move fast. Yeah. Until we want to move slow. Yeah. Ex-
2: but until they go, oh, Clemente took a week off work right after Christmas. And now it's a week after Easter. Their crazy timeline stuff. is fucked.
1: It's crazy. Yeah. Because sometimes it's then the next day, you know? So, so she. Just does the plot of I Am Sam in this, you know. Yes. There's like a kid, and will she be able to look after my my nana with dementia? Right, quite touching. Good but actor, it, the little girl. Yeah. You know, she's great actress. A little too good, you know what I mean? I'm joking. She no, I think was she was actually she was good, really well, and just did it. Said the words. Yeah. Didn't, didn't did it. Do all the fluff. I liked that, but it was just the plot of I Am Sam. Yes, I was it thinking was. about how when you make. Story like if you're churning out stories like that, that just happens a lot. You got to mm. tell that you, you know, as if you wouldn't tell the I am Sam. They've probably got about 15 I am Sam's over their 12 seasons, you know what I mean? Mm. Like, you got to tell I am Sam a lot. if Of you're course, an yeah. Hour. And I remember just then the practice. Do you remember the practice? Absolutely, yeah. You remember the practice, of course. I remember the practice, <laughs> you know, the practice, you know, who you're talking to. The practice was a law show from. It had uh, the sexy lady, Lara Flynn Boyle. Lara Flynn Boyle. And uh, I can't even... Dylan note. McDermott. Dylan McDermott. It was like a sexy... It was like just the second half of... Uh, it was like a sexy law show. Mm. And every episode was sort of hung on a law case, but it was also just about the characters. Think Ally McBeal, but a bit more serious. Um, And
2: it was like around the late 90s, early noughties. Yeah.
1: Mm. Think, uh, and there
2: was that actress in it... Whose name I've completely forgotten, but um was always like given a lot of shit for being like fat. Mm. And cause she was like the only plus size woman on network
1: television. And she was quite normal, size so so normal. Think about
2: it. Um Cameron Manheim
1: was Yeah, her name. yeah, really quite normal when you think. It's funny when you think back. Do you know Alicia Silverstone got like, shit for being probably, fat? Probably
2: I'm looking at a photo of her right now. So normal.
1: Do you know at that time Alicia Silverstone was getting shit in the media for being fat? When she was oh, in Don't even Batman start and me Robin. on that shit.
2: Anyway, I just remember that. Yeah, the practice. What were you saying about the practice?
1: So, about the practice, they had a, an episode. They had a multi episode arc of two part episode. Uh, it might have been, I think it was a two part episode to end the season, right? The
2: practice would be a great recap, the oh. Spellbound. <laughs> oh.
1: <laughs> they had a two part episode, and episode one mm-hmm. was. The guy thinks he's Hannibal Lecter from the movie uh, Silence of the Lambs. So he's eaten people. He's a psycho yeah. that's eaten people. Mm. And the story is this psychopath ha- believes mm. he is Hannibal Lecter from the movies. Mm-hmm. And they're like, but he isn't, mm. right? That's episode one. First of all, it's a weird plot. Mm mm-hmm. It's a very, when you think back, that's a movie that's, that's only strange. five years old, right? But then part two, I remember this distinctly, they, they just do, like, a Hannibal Lecter plot. What? <laughs> like, it's just, like, one of the lawyers, like, maybe it's Lara Flynn Boyle is representing him and, like, he's just, like, you know, that, like, he pulls her in and it's that, that Hannibal Lecter thing of, like, the threat mm. of the mind games, mm. not the, and he's just, like, you know, Lara Flynn Boyle, you'll represent (laughs) me. And she's like, whatever, I'm just Lara Flynn Boyle. Ah, ah. I'm just your everyday Lara Flynn Boyle (laughs) trying to do my job. I was in Twin Peaks. And he's like, Lara Flynn Boyle.
2: I was in Twin Peaks. But it's
1: like the audacity, the audacity. To just do a Silence of the Lambs episode. right? We're going to do the plot of Silence of the Lambs or Hannibal or um, Red Dragon. We're going to do one of those plots, right? Mm-hmm. But the way we're going to get into that plot is not to create a new character, not to get the rights. The setup for that is this man thinks he's oh,
2: so funny
1: because the, the plot should have been shut up loser. You're not Hannibal <laughs> Lecter. It's real bad that you <laughs> killed an ate people. But you're not Hannibal Lecter, you loser. You're just to some guy who eats people. But the plot was not that. The plot was like, he's getting into my, my mind. mind. <laughs> I'm Lara Flynn Jeff, Boyle. Jeff, who thinks he's Hannibal <laughs> Lecter, he's getting, <laughs> getting into, into my, my mind, mind much like Hannibal Lecter. <laughs> 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 now, I might be completely misremembering this episode. Oh, do you think
2: that Lara Flynn Boyle read that episode and was just like, oh, come on. Do you think that she was just like, that's ridiculous. That is ridiculous. Surely you would. Surely you would. Yeah. I, I don't even know. By the way, we do have to wrap this up soon. Cause I need to pee. Uh, um, <laughs> what?
1: <laughs> sorry. I was like, I'm sorry.
2: <laughs> you don't have to apologize. It just hit me about 10 minutes ago. That's and I've been rough, kind of
1: like, man. Yeah. I don't
2: know how much longer we're going to go for, but I actually really need to wee. I drank a lot of water because I ate all those pistachios. <laughs>
1: Cycles, man. Cycles. Um, no, I, I
2: reckon I could hold it for a little bit.
1: You got 10 minutes in So <laughs> no, I don't
2: know if I got a full 10.
1: You can do it, mate. I believe in you. That's <laughs> really very funny.
2: Uh, I think Lara, if you have given the name Lara Flynn Boyle, you're going to be hot, conventionally attractive. Lara mm. Flynn Boyle is a hot name, a hot person name. Dylan McDermott is another one.
1: Mm. Mm. Yeah, but Dylan, they're all hot in that real network TV kind of way.
2: Yeah, absolutely.
1: You know? Do you know who I had, who just I, I loved? What? No, I was trying to think of um, of uh, the Twin Peaks cast. I had big crushes on some of them. Of but the Twin
2: Peaks cast? Yeah. I never saw Twin Peaks.
1: Oh, mate, the first season and a half. Did you have a crush on Carl McLaughlin? Sure. <laughs> the first season and a half of Twin Peaks you would love, Mish. I really should watch them. I should really watch them. Should watch them. I've, got so much,
2: you, I've got a list of so many things that I need to you're watch, You're quite stack. open
1: to old network TV, yeah. You're, you 100% I am, yes. See, the thing about Twin Peaks that's really great is when it came out, I, I didn't watch it when it came out. I was a bub. But when it came yeah. out. You're a little baby. When it came out, right. The whole thing was like, oh, my God, it's like the movies. It's as good as a movie because this was before Sopranos. This mm-hmm. was before Sex and the City. Mm-hmm. It was a network TV show and it was a soap opera. Yes. Like a weekly soap, right? And they're like, it's like the movies. But you watch it now and actually the thrill of the show is it's more like what happens when you get someone from the movies, like like back when TV, to just make a soap. Like what happens when you get David Lynch involved in a network TV weekly soap? And that's actually what it is more. And that's more interesting than I think the way people think it is. Cause it's just like relationships. You're a big beauties. David Lynch fan though,
2: aren't you?
1: Yeah. It's, I, I'm, it's not a massive, I'm not a
2: massive David Lynch fan.
1: I think this will get you in. Like, that's what I'm saying is even if you're not a David Lynch fan, I think you'll like it as this weird, like it's interesting. It's like, David Lynch, sure, right? Mm. But 90s soap opera, weekly soap opera of the nine, like starring Lara Flynn Boyle with intrigue and sexiness Mm. that happens to have David Lynch involved in the creation of it. Mm. That's a little more interesting. True. And it might be your in for Lynch. I should watch it.
2: I, I've got so many things I need to watch. And also just the entire time that you were speaking then, I was thinking about my bladder.
1: I know. I can feel it. Can you? It's going to be too short of an episode. How long mean. has it been? It's been, it was 30 minutes when you brought it up. I don't know what I'm going to do. Because it's like. Do
2: you reckon you can, can I run and pee? Yeah. All right. And you can keep talking for a I mean, a we
1: could edit it out. No, we
2: don't. No, don't edit. I want you I to talk about to whatever you want to talk about for one minute.
1: Uh, I'm going to just talk to you, the listener, about Twin Peaks, and I'm going to list all the cast members that I had a crush on. Sherilyn Fenn, Madchen Amick. That's probably it. Oh, yeah, Joan Chen, Cheryl Lee. There's others. But really, really Madchen Amick was the big crush for me. Uh, let me know maybe who, who you had a crush on. Maybe it was Ray Wise or Kyle McLaughlin. Who knows? Um, if you're just joining us, this is Zach Wayne, who is really not good at, at talking on his own. Uh, I sometimes do lives or live streams. It's an entirely different energy. And it's funny. I'm even becoming more radio as I talk. Uh, So if you are just joining, which you're not because that's not how podcasts work, Uh, and I do that as a joke sometimes, but that isn't how podcasts work. You don't just join. You're just listening. Um, This is not a strength of mine. I sometimes leave Mish to go do a wee or something, and and I feel, like, very confident that she's going to be able to carry that mantle. But Mish has in her a great stand-up, a great solo artist, a great monologuist, whereas me, uh, I need someone to bounce off. I'm a goof, I'm a gag, I need someone to work with. Uh, I struggle a little bit when it's just me and and you can probably tell that now. You're probably sitting in that... um, bus maybe, or on the train, maybe you're driving to work, you're listening to this podcast thinking, geez, Zach's not very good at talking on his own, I'm back, I'm back, I'm back. Um, but uh, but I uh, hope you had a little bit of fun. I hope I held your
2: interest. <laughs> Sorry. And
1: now Mish is joining me again. How are you, Mish? Good to see you. I'm, I'm so I'm, out of breath. This has become full radio now. What did you the only talk about? One. I just talked about the fact that I'm not very good at being on my own. Oh, Zach. Talking on my own. Because I think you go into that radio mode, don't you? You go into that, like, I want to know from you what your da-da-da. They, yeah. they, they, they get this real, like...
2: Yeah. Oh, being uh, in a room. Like, um, our friend, friend of the pod, Jess Perkins, uh, Jess Perkins, used to do Triple J at night. She now mm. does Triple J afternoons, weekends. Um, but she used to do nights. Mm. And she would say she would go into work and it would just be her, someone in the, the booth, I don't know, <laughs> And a cleaner, probably the creepy janitor from the ER episode. Wow! (laughs) Wow! And it would just be the eeriest thing. She'd just be like, "I'd be." It'd just be such a stranger in this whole building.
1: You're just on your own in a room, just talking. I couldn't imagine. Like hours on hours. I guess you got the music, but it's just this notion of going. It's so unnatural to be like, "Well, that was this song." Could be very nice though, really.
2: Like at that time, there's very there's not a lot of people listening to you. And it's just kind of just having a
1: chat. I think though what it is what was weird right was when you just left then, it, it it's weird to it's a different kind of it's a different thing. Mm. You and I are chatting right now and in that moment it it's to keep it rolling. Yeah. There's a couple of people on ABC that just are so good at it where they're just like, hey, da-da-da-da-da, and, and then and you don't even notice it. But when you mm. think about it, when you when you stop and think... How are you just... They are just sitting on their own just talking. Because that's the other thing. It's
2: like if, if you ask me a question I have to think of the answer, two seconds doesn't feel like long in a conversation, but when it's recorded and someone's listening, it's a really long time.
1: Yeah, you cannot pause. You cannot pause. And like, it's like... Right now, right, you 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 stopped to think, right? And then you stopped to think for a moment. This podcast is unlistenable. It's more for radio and stuff, but you stopped yeah. to think for a moment. <laughs> and I was ready to jump in. You know mm. what I mean? Yeah. And you're ready to jump in. Mm. But that's you, also in our nature. Yes. But you have to be, when you're on your own, you have to be the energy up. As you as you lose a thought or as you trickle off, mm. you have to be the one that brings in the new topic Absolutely. on your own. Do you, Crazy um, stuff. Do you like
2: alone time or do you tend to prefer the company of whether it's your partner or others but do you, do you tend to prefer the company or your own space?
1: I am someone who mostly likes alone time. Mm. No, mostly likes time with someone. Mm. Not a lot of people. I don't like busy, loud places. Mm. I used to think I did, but it turns out I liked the alcohol in them. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I don't like busy, loud places. I like the company of one to two people, mm. uh, but but there are times, and I can't really predict it, where I just need alone time. Mm. But it's rare. It's not like it's not like I'm 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 an often. It's just there are moments where I'm like. I need to recharge, mm. and uh, but it's it's like I I don't need it often. Mm. I don't need it very often at all.
2: I love it now. Yeah, I love. My alone time. I'm obsessed with my partner. I think he is the best thing ever. Yeah. But once every few months, yeah. he takes himself on a date to the movies to watch a shitty film, like yeah. Thor. He went and saw Thor the other night. Yeah. I couldn't give a shit about that film, so he took himself off on a little date. Now you, you
1: know what? You, you should check out Thor. It's more Taika Waititi than it is Marvel. Okay,
2: good to know. Anyway. Uh, And I was just like, I love you, but I'm so excited to have my own space. Mm. I really, really enjoy it, which is so interesting to think because if I think back to the way I was when I was like nine, all the way up until 22 really my whole life, Mm. I hated being alone. Mm. I lived by myself when I was 19 for just shy of a year. I think it was like 10 months. I lived by myself in this little kind of shitty a uh, two bedroom unit mm. rundown thing in the northern burbs, but the burb burbs. Um, and I used to have like full on panic attacks if people weren't there. So I had a couple of friends that had like a, a, a roster of being at my place until I'd fall asleep because wow. I didn't like to be left alone. Yeah, crazy. And then I learned, I just kind of, I'd learned to really love my own space and time. I just thought I should put that do out there. You have a
1: different do you go to bed later or earlier or kind of at the same time as your partner? Is this TMI? No, no, not at all. Um <laughs> I'm not going to be like cuz yeah, then we fuck. No.
2: Um uh generally speaking, he's very responsible and he works he works Monday to Friday like a 9 to 5. I'm bleeding out of my ear. Yeah, what are you keep playing with your fucking ear? I'm bleeding out of my ear. Why? What the fuck did you do to your ear?
1: Is it fucked?
2: It's bleeding.
1: Yeah, it's bleeding. I think I just picked something.
2: Yeah, because you've been licking, like you've been like playing with it the whole time. Yeah, like just accidentally. And I didn't say anything because I just thought you were having a moment. I shouldn't. I've forgotten everything I was saying.
1: You're talking about your. um,
2: No, we have to get you to a hospital, Zach. You're bleeding out your ear. I've
1: just got a little scratch. Um, (laughs) Scratch on the outside. My partner
2: has a nine to five, so he kind of gets himself to bed by 11 o'clock every night. Yeah. Um, if I don't, I I work like four days, three. I work three to four days a week at a a job, and then two days a week where I do my my freelancing, righty mish comedy stuff. Right. So if I know that I can have a bit of a sleep in, I'll go to bed later, and mm. I tend to go to bed around midnight to one. Mm.
1: But generally speaking, we'll go to bed together. <clears throat> See, I try to go to bed at the same time as Annie. Otherwise, it could go to really late. But that's what I was saying is that. That's actually when I get my most alone time. So I say, oh, I don't need it that much. Actually, I am a bit of a night owl and that's my alone time and mm. I do love that. That's there when are, you and are, when
2: we lived together. Mm. We became friends because we were both night owls mm. and everyone in our house would go to bed and we would stay up until like 3
1: a.m. Mm. And there are nights, there are days. Chatting
2: shit and smoking
1: darts. Smoking darts out in the kitchen. Um, <laughs> but there are nights where there are nights where. Actually, it's like, you know what? Mm. Yeah, where I, I have a little bit of time. Yeah. So I do like alone time more than I think I realise because I like exactly what you're mm. saying, that extra hour or two, chuck on a Star Trek app. Oh, fun. Which is what I'm currently watching. Mm. It seems like it's my identity, but it's just what I'm currently watching. I understand. But also I'm team Star Trek over team Star Wars. Okay. I'm trying to bring that back. Yeah. Mish, it's now been 45 minutes, even though you weed in the middle of it. Oh, cool. I feel like that's a good length. How many episodes? legs was
2: Starmos? Uh, um,
1: three and a half. Yeah, same. Yeah.
2: Same. Um, it, it's not worthy. There wasn't a lot of him. Um, I really enjoyed the little bit that we got, Whoa. but I don't feel like his story progressed at all. I feel like them being like, wow, he's paranoid. It's like don't laugh at him. Of course, he's paranoid. I would also be paranoid, but also, Johnny Legs, call the cops. I know mm. you're like, but he is a cop. He's corrupt. It's like, no, they nah, no.
1: Nah. You got to watch The Wire because the, they're all corrupt. Yeah, this is
2: true. Maybe Johnny Legs has watched The Wire. Clemente's favorite show is The Wire. He knows. Yeah. Anyway, three and a half from both of us for Leg Tom, you know what to do. We mentioned it at the top of the app. It's the
1: Driller Killer song yeah. featuring Mission Zach. Um, Mish, yeah. before we cut to that song, I just want to say. Yeah, mate. Good for you, mate. What for? What's for, what for? Good for you. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck are you on oh, about? I'm sorry. Do we need
2: to get something for your ear? Oh, it's fine. It's genuinely bleeding. Yeah, it's fine. All <laughs> right. See you later, guys. <laughs> Bye.
1: He's a driller killer. The driller killer, ooh yeah! Driller killer, ooh uh, yeah! He's the driller killer, ooh yeah! Driller killer, ooh yeah! Uh, He's the driller killer.
0: Hey, it's Paige Desorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price
2: tag. Say hello to Quince.